0: when uh when recently uh in in february when we felt prompted to invite dick eastman to come to our conference for uh, contagious next year uh that was you know, in my mind dick eastman is one of the international generals in the area of prayer and uh for him to say yes to come to live to a little conference in live beginning of the year it was like for god was it was like god was saying you know you've been giving me your time and prayer what can i give to you i have found that there is great reward in giving first to god and where we give him in our prayer we give him in our worship we are towards our face is constantly towards him with our time our talents our resources our desire and our hunger and as we give that to him he says what is it you want isn't that amazing? Uh, it's good enough just to be there in his presence, but he asked the question, What is it you want? Is he? The Lord wants your voice in worship. You know, I just knew as you were worshiping this morning, the Lord was saying, You know, I'm going to open doors as you open your voice in worship. And uh, you watch to see what God will do as you give him your voice. And God is going to open doors through that. Father, I thank you for Lord the voice that you've given her. Father, I thank you, Lord God, for Coburn, Lord here in Levin, who wrote a voice, wrote a song concerning Christchurch, and and just gave that song and gave that voice, and now that's gone around to different parts around the world. It just ministered to many tens of thousands of people when someone just gives something that they can before you and you can then use it. And I pray for Izzy, Lord, as she gives her voice to you and for your kingdom, Lord, that you would open doors in Jesus' name as she gives that. In the name of Jesus, we give you praise. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Now there's some of you you've been holding too tightly onto something of the past and it's literally weighing you down. It is you're trying to run with a huge backpack of something in the past that is weighing you down. And God says, just give it to me. God, God says, just give it to me. It's weighing you down, it's been weighing you down for far too long, and it's stopping you from running with freedom. Take that thing off past, from the past off. Release it. Give that to me. I love you. And there are some things you were never meant to carry. Some things that are robbing you of the freedom and the joy and the liberty that you are to have. So give that to me. Thank you. Praise you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Please be seated. Everybody who's now seated. <laughs> A few verses I want to read to you today. Now, every good sermon has three points point one, point two, point three. One clear passage and one main purpose. And this morning, I'm going to break all those rules. I'm going to read to you a number of passages and share a number of points and it's going to be a bit of a smorgasbord but I want to throw it out there for you today. Deuteronomy 8.13, thanks guys. Deuteronomy 8.13 reads, When your herds and flocks multiply and your silver and gold is multiplied and all that you have is multiplied. Deuteronomy 8.13 This was uh, instruction to the children of Israel as they followed God, and there was a word used on and on in that passage. What was that word? Multiply. Four points I want you to be aware of when it comes to your resources. You are have you, If you have, have given God your heart, and if you have given God your everything, you watch to see what He can do with what has been given. A little boy gives his lunch, and God feeds a multitude. You gave your little life to the Lord and see what He has done in your life ever since. Exponentially more than what you ever gave. Four things I want you to know about expansion. God wants to bring expansion in your work. He wants you to expand to the left and to your right. He wants you to be more fruitful in your work. In your work of ministry. In your work, something you know, God, Jabez prayed, Lord, bless me indeed, enlarge my borders, that your hand would be with me and you'd keep me from harm, that it might not grieve me, he prayed. In First Chronicles chapter 4, and you know, God heard his prayer, and the Bible says he became more honorable than his brethren. I was preaching that once to a group of farmers, and one farmer said, Hallelujah, that was the word from the Lord, I'll go and buy that farm next door he knew that god wanted to expand his field and it was permission for him to go ahead and expand you know when uh, sometimes you know god tells us to expand when there doesn't seem to be any any common sense with the expansion it seems to be ahead of time but god knows what he's doing when he tells us to take a step to the left when he tells us to take a step to the right some of us that expansion means that it's time to go ahead and buy that house. You know, uh, You know, uh, it's not just, uh, you know, some of you, you've had it on your heart for a while. I must have my own home. And, uh, you know, it is God who gives the power to give have wealth. God is the provider. And you're to believe for that home. You're to believe for that house. And uh, position yourself because, but, you know, does just because God wants he may find a new way to expand your work it means you might have to work harder you know uh, in order to go forward uh, but expansion uh, God wants in your work. he wants expansion in your wealth. Uh, you know it seems like every year God is expanding me in my work, uh, calling me to do something even more, and I'm thinking, good night, how can I do that? It's like, uh, it's like you know, when you have that first child, and your heart fills with love for that child, and you think, how on earth could I have more room in my heart for to love another child? But your heart expands around that. And you find you can. And then that third child, your heart expands around that. And you feel you can. And God will guide you and direct you to do things you didn't think possible. But your heart expands around it. And with the expansion of work becomes an expansion of of wealth, of breakthrough, of provision. It may not be financial wealth. It could be wealth in other areas a greater sense of knowing who God is, a greater sense of knowing who you are. God expands and increases things in your life because you step into that new thing that God's calling you to do. I want you to understand in the area of finances and the kingdom of God, it's not all about giving. It really isn't. The Bible tells us clearly that God wants to bless us in all things, have us to prosper in all ways. Now, in the giving we have the great in the in the receiving we have the greater ability to give. If you have not, you cannot give. But if you have, you can give, whether it's large or small, but it comes out of out of receiving. So I want you to believe that you are to have an expansion in your work, expansion in your wealth, expansion in your ways. When your herds and flocks multiply and your silver is added is added. Uh, and gold is uh, multiplied, uh, and all that you have is multiplied. God wants you to expand in all your ways. Now, every now and then, we feel we should be expanding in ways we shouldn't, and we go on diets, but apart from that in most other areas, it's good to expand. I remember when I would go to Myanmar, uh, the, the Burmese people would come and pat me on my tummy. Oh, you're very fat, they would say. Uh, and, uh, and I had to tell myself this was a way of saying I was very prosperous. <laughs> and, uh, um, and they weren't being rude. Uh, but, uh, you know, God wants us to expand in all ways, uh, to expand with greater joy, to expand with greater peace, to expand with greater confidence, to expand with greater faith, to expand with greater poise to expand with greater belief, to expand with increased ministry. God wants to do that. And expansion by way of multiplication. Wow. And in fact, and one thing to have too, to have multiplication. Uh, you know, um, I, I, wants you to know it is God who gives you the power to have wealth. In Deuteronomy 8.18 it says, you shall remember the Lord. It's in the same chapter 8 verse 13 talks about multiplication and Acts 8, sorry Deuteronomy 8.18 it says, you shall remember the Lord your God for it is He who gives you the power to get wealth that He may confirm His covenant that He swore to your fathers as it is this day. God wants to bless and prosper because he promised it right from the beginning now the jewish people know how to walk in financial prosperity and we know in the west how to walk in theological prosperity but we need to walk in both be both rich in faith and rich in theology and rich in relationship with god but also rich With resources. Why? So we can spend it on ourselves? No. Because it all belongs to him. And so then it can be then used for his kingdom. So that home you have can be opened for someone else. That car you have can be used for someone else. That that extra income that you have can be used for someone else. It is God who gives the power to give wealth. And also it is God who gives the power to give. In Deuteronomy 15, it says, You shall open wide your hand to your brother, to the needy, to the poor in your land. This teaches us three key principles. Number one, we're not to harden our heart. When it comes to the needy, and when it comes to giving, we're not to harden our heart. For sometimes when we're in church, we can literally. I, I, I heard one preacher say when I talk about when I talk about giving, I see some people reaching straight for their chest, and uh, and it's not that they're reaching for their wallet; their heart is constricting. Uh, now, not going straight to the chest, but I understand what happens that for some people they really struggle when it comes to giving, and uh, and. Uh, um, and they need to work through it. We do not harden our heart. I have found if someone holds back, it comes down to a heart issue. I remember once speaking at a youth conference, and just before I got ready to preach, I felt to do something I'd never done before, which was call for an offering. And that youth conference was about 40 young people. And I said, look, before I preach, I want to give an opportunity to give. And... Um, And I said, so what we are going to do? I want you to just ask God, God, what should I give? And then all I want you to do is give what he tells you to. And um, so we prayed, Lord, what should I give? And I felt the Lord say, I want you to empty your wallet. Now, I don't normally take much money with me, but I did have enough money to get me home. I was out in this camp in the middle of nowhere, and I had 50 bucks, which was my petrol money home. And I felt the Lord say, I want you to empty your wallet. And uh, I didn't tell anybody, but I just said, once you've said God, what would you have me to give? We're going to worship the song. We're going to worship the Lord. And then after singing, we're going to put a cardboard box here at the front and you put in there whatever God's told you. And I said, this is not going to any special thing except God's told you to give something and you give it. We'll work out what to do with that money later. I'm not going to take it. And I said, so, Right now, so we worship the Lord, and and, and uh, while we we're worshiping, I uh, took out my wallet, and um, no one was watching, and I pulled out the fifty bucks and popped it in the box. And then I said, "Right now, it's time for you to go, and uh, and and to give." And all of a sudden, a number of the young people they left the hall that we were in, they disappeared, they went to the to their cabin that they were staying, and then they came back and then for about, I don't know, for about half an hour, we just worshiped the Lord, and and money came, and checks came, watches got put into the offering, T-shirts, chocolate bars, CDs, all sorts of things got put into that offering. It was amazing, and it went for about half an hour. It's just It just it rolled on and on and on and on, and then at the end of it, I preached a message when the people, when the leaders lead and the people offer themselves willingly bless the Lord it's Judges chapter 5 verse 2 and I said you know God's really ready to receive the glory when two things happen when leaders lead and sometimes leading is not always easy not, uh, not easy and when the people willingly offer themselves and I said and I've asked you to do something I don't normally do I've never done before in fact and give you and that is to have this offering and then you've willingly offered yourself and you see what God will do and, uh, and uh, anyway, all oh, heaven broke loose. We had a powerful move of God. Young people were repenting publicly, confessing their sin, uh, weeping. It went on till 2 o'clock the next morning. And uh, finally, we all went headed off the bed. And um, anyway, uh, the people running the conference came up to me and said, Tony said the uh, $5,000 was in that... Uh, bag 40 50 young people and and amongst the five thousand dollars with t-shirts and chocolate bars and all of these other bits and pieces and we decided to give it to a couple of young training evangelists to help them in the ministry and um anyway um and i was just about to speak and the guy said we have a powerful move of god we're going to have another offering now but that's going to go to tony and uh and so they had an offering, and I received 500 bucks, which was, you know, 10 times what I ended up giving. It was more than enough for the petrol. I was absolutely blessed in the giving. And, uh, but what happened was there was a guy who came up to me afterwards. And he said, Tony, when you talk, gave that opportunity for giving last night, he said, I had these, all these stinking attitudes about you. I thought, there's no way I'm going to give. How dare he do this? He's financially manipulating everybody. And he says, and I just spent the whole time doing that until all heaven broke loose and God exercised and told me my, I had hardened my heart. And he said, and as everybody was going through revival, that evening I was the most miserable man in the house he said I went to my cabin and I prayed and I confessed my sin and I was so pleased we had the opportunity to give because I was so ready to give you know when God has our heart he has our finances and I have found if he doesn't have our finances he doesn't have our heart when it comes to giving it reflects either a free heart or hardened I have found myself that finances and like is like a um, octopus materialism is like an octopus every now and then it's sort of its tentacles is gathered around me and concern for things and finances have wrapped their tentacles and arms around me and I've felt restricted and then I've had to go to God and say, "God, please set me free from the love of things. I've struggled with it. Please set me free from the care of other things." It says of the early, says of the church that the seed falls onto the ground and it's choked, and it's choked because of the cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches and the desire for other things. And the thing that chokes the heart of many Christians is the thing they should be free in, and that is finances. And I've found at times I've had to go to God and say, God set me free from these tentacles. And I've had like, God set me free. As the arms have come off and the tentacles have got unstuck, and I've been sitting there all bruised by these sacking things that have been on me. And then I've been free. And then, uh, and, and, and by the way, one of the greatest ways to bring freedom in your life is outrageous generosity. I tell you, that will break any stingy heart. And um, <laughs> I'm enjoying preaching this word this morning. And I want you to be financially free, because when you're financially free, you're in a position of being financially blessed. And if you're financially bound, you can end up being financially prosperous and at the same time financially miserable. Having everything and having nothing. I love those people who have very little and yet they feel like they're kings of the earth. They're so grateful for what they do have. And they're so faithful with what they do have. You see, freedom is not based on how much you have. It's whether it has you and so when it not only does God give us the power to have wealth he gives us the power to give and so do not harden your heart do not shorten your hand it says open wide your hand do not shorten your hand do not hold back when it is in your hand to to give I think if I was to ask you who here has been in a situation where you've given outrageously and have been blessed outrageously as a direct result, knowing you, I'm pretty sure every single hand would go up. And then if I was to ask you, have you been in a situation where you've been prompted to give, you held back because of fear or questions or whatever, and later on you thought, oh, should have done it. Now there was one time when my wife and I were part of a conference, came time for giving and there was an atmosphere of faith in the place and he said, what I want you to do is I want you to ask God, God what is it that we're to give and whatever he tells you, give. So then Ed and I, many times we've done this. When we ran you we were engaged to be married, we were saving for our wedding. And uh, and uh, anyway, uh, we went out to visit someone and they shared a circumstance and sat with my wife in the car on the way out and I said you know honey I believe the Lord told me where to give to help this guy go and see his dad she said I agree and I said did did the Lord tell you how much she said I think he did I said me too how much did the Lord tell you she said how much did the Lord tell you (laughs) and I said all of it and we'd saved $500 for our honeymoon she said, that's exactly what the Lord told me. So with joy, we wrote the check. She'd opened an account, and we were putting money in for a honeymoon. We wrote the check, and I knocked on the guy's door, and I said, hey, look, we just want to say thanks for the great night, but you need to go and see your dad. Here's the money for you and your family to go and see your dad. He was shocked. He said, oh, you can't do that. Well, I never, I never said that to get any oh, oh, oh this is terrible this is not our money it's God's money you go ahead and be blessed and I tell you we have been so many times had the privilege of doing that and being richly blessed uh, by the way as a direct result the very next day I got a check in the mail for a thousand dollars isn't that good? praise God someone said this is for your honeymoon ha 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 how good is that? Now, uh, there have been other times I've been give, uh, we've given generously, and not received that. But there's that, not you don't give to receive. You give because you can. And uh, so anyway, um, uh, we've had the privilege of giving, and have having been blessed in the process. And there's a reason why I told you that story. Don't shorten your hand. That's right. So there have been situations where we we're at this conference. We wanted to give. We prayed. Lord, what would you have us to give? The Lord said to me, nothing. What? And then the Lord's and I said to Lynette, I think the Lord spoken to me about what we should give. She said, the Lord's spoken to me too. I said, what did the Lord say to you? She said, what did the Lord say to you? <laughs> she always comes back to me, you know. So I said, my mouth was dry, I said. Nothing. She said, agreed. It was painful to go through that offering and not give. Now, that give that offering we later on found out was a miracle offering. It did some great stuff. But, you know, what I'm saying is, you do what God tells you to do. God knows our heart. So when it comes to the power, God gives us the power of giving, so don't harden your heart, don't shorten your hand, and don't miss your calling. It says you shall open wide your hand to your brother. See, when we give, something happens that God wants us to do in the giving. And it would not happen without it. And so I say right now, many of you have many stories where God's told you to do something and you've done it because He said so, and I say, well done. You were faithful to the calling and direction of God. It is way more blessed to give than receive. You position yourself in the giving to be a miracle for someone. So, That's part of what I wanted to share, but my time's out. So what I want to uh, encourage you with is this. Just give God your heart and let him do whatever he wants with the rest of the stuff. Do you know in this place, we've only ever known the provision of God and it's come through generous giving and it's come through faithful giving and it's come through unexpected gifts and it's come through small gifts and it's come through big gifts and everything you and I enjoy today has been because somewhere someone gave and we give thanks to that and this miracle offering is our opportunity to be that someone somewhere giving And I believe it will release miracles as a direct result. Let's stand. Whoa! thank you, Jesus. (laughs) Oh, now just open your heart right now before him. God, if this, uh, my heart is hardened in any way. Lord, please soften my heart I give you my heart everything Lord I don't want anything to get in the way thank you Lord if my hand is short in any way when I hold it back rather than extend it out Father help me with confidence to have an extending hand in Jesus name Lord if I'm holding back on divine appointments Lord, please forgive me. Lord, I want to walk into the very things you're calling me to do and calling me to be in Jesus' name. We praise you. Father, we prayed, open the floodgates of heaven. Let it rain. Father, we pray as we open our hearts to you. Lord, you would open the floodgates of heaven and build your kingdom. Father I want to thank you right now Lord for the microphone I'm using for the air conditioning we've enjoyed for the seats we've sat on for the carpet that we've enjoyed for the building that serves us for the coffee that we drank, for the ministry that we've had and now Father I pray I declare, Lord God, that this church should be a church, Father, with an open hand, an open heart, an open engagement with the right people at the right time, and an open heaven in Jesus' name. And oh, God, through this place, you would bless and build your kingdom in Jesus' name. Through our families, bless and build your kingdom. Through our fridges, bless and build your kingdom. Through our cabinets, bless and build your kingdom. Through our cars, through our homes, through our resources, through our talent, through our time, through our energies, through our faith, through our resources, build your kingdom. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. 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 Let it rain. Let it rain. Open the floodgates of hell. Let it Father, I thank you. I pray, Lord, that as we open our hearts in full surrender, you would pour out such a blessing that we cannot contain it, that it would overflow, that it would overflow and go to the nation and the nations. In Jesus' name, we give you praise. Father, I want to thank you right now for every divine appointment that is going to be released, every special need met, every miracle that will be released in these coming days in Jesus' name. Now, Father, I speak expansion in jesus name i speak faith in jesus name i speak multiplication in jesus name i speak increase in jesus name i speak blessing in jesus name in jesus name i give you praise thank you lord father i want to thank you publicly again that you would give us the privilege of having Dickie Smith at our conference in january Father, I thank you, Lord, for the increase in prayer we're going to have in this place. Father, I thank you for the increase in presence we're going to have in this place. I thank you for the increase of souls we're going to have in this place. The increase of influence from this place in Jesus' name. We give you praise. We give you praise. Thank you, Lord. And I ask you to do one more thing as we finish this morning. We started at the front. Let's all end at the front, surrendering everything. Just as you walk forward, I encourage you to imagine you're bringing everything to God and laying it at the altar. I encourage you all to come and just bring everything to God, every situation, every circumstance, everything, every dream, every vision, every hope, every expectation, your tomorrow, your next week, your next month. Your bank account, your home, your relationships, your expectations, everything. Just bring it and give it to God. He is trustworthy. I've been talking to the children this morning that God can be trusted. So here we are. We lay it at the, at the front. We'll give you praise.
1: We give you Lord, I come into your holy place I stand in awe
0: of your
1: cleansing grace Who am I that you would care for me? I glorify the one who died Glorify, glorify, let your name be lifted up and glorify, let the earth tremble at your name, let your name be lifted up and glorify, glorify. Glorify, glorify Let your name be lifted up and glorified Let the earth tremble at your name Let your name be lifted up and glorified.